If Nigerian homeowners had a catchphrase, it would be something like, I don't want an unmarried woman living in my house. Nigeria still holds many outdated views about the place of women in society. These views are felt by unmarried women trying to rent apartments across the country. You know, like, what really, what really happened? Um, say, ah, say, I don't follow the owner of the house talk. I'm like, okay. And he's like, um, you say, say, you know, go fee collect the house. I'm like, I don't understand because you never marry. <laughs> I thought, I, I was like, no, you're joking. You play too much. What? It sounds ridiculous, but many homeowners and property developers in Nigeria believe that women should not live outside their father's or their husband's houses, and so they reject their tenancy applications. Hi, my name is Aisha Salahuddin, and I like girls. This is a podcast about African women and the different experiences life throws at us just for being women. In today's episode, we speak to two women who couldn't make the cut for rent because, well, they are single. Hi, my name is Tolua Deitunji. I'm a public servant. I'm 28 years old and I live in Kaduna State, Nigeria. In 2016, after getting her bachelor's degree, Tolu moved to Kaduna, northern Nigeria. She loves it there. I had found a home in Kaduna, so I liked the environment, I liked the weather, I liked the people and decided to stay back. So I did my, I applied for my master's degree and I stayed back. While studying for her master's in 2017, she got a job with the state government. So she merged school and work. So let's talk about, I mean, when you move to a new city, one of the most important things is getting a place to stay. So let's talk about your thought process when you were searching for an apartment. Um, I guess, what were you expecting? So I was expecting a decent apartment, um, you know, clean toilets, clean compound, peaceful neighbors, not having to share meter or stuff like that, you know, basic utility with anybody. Um, uh, access to power. Tolu had been living with a friend in the city. But she wanted a place to call her own, so she reached out to a couple of property agents. These agents helped arrange the renting out of apartments on behalf of land or homeowners. Okay, hi. Um, I'm looking for an apartment. Oh, okay. What's your budget? I'm like, mm, what area? You know, you mentioned the area. I'm like, okay. So when you are free, let's go. And you know, I jumped on bikes a lot with some of these agents because we had to go check. For those who had cars, I rode in their cars to go check out apartments and then... After months of running around with multiple agents and looking through tons of apartments, she found what she was looking for. It had two bedrooms with toilets and suit and a guest toilet. Properly tiled floors. Um, the kitchen was spacious for a two-bedroom apartment. There was backyard space even for the flats upstairs um there was there was also enough space you know like if you walk out of your sitting room for those upstairs there was like a balcony in front of that veranda uh Tolu liked the apartment so much she was ready to spend all her coins i made up my mind i was going to 
take it worked out the modalities knew all the fees and i asked for the account number to pay into so i think i paid that night or the next morning i'm not sure now if you don't pay as soon as possible there's just somebody else who will come and say oh um, we got somebody to pay for the house just yesterday as you left. So I wasn't going to take any chances and I I paid for the house. Getting an apartment should be this straightforward, right? Well, no. After the break, Tolu finds out why she's not eligible to rent the apartment after paying for it. You know, in my mind, I'm like, ah, thank God. So let me now start dealing with um, all of the things that I need to set up the house to make it look really good and all curtains and stuff like that. And the guy calls me and is like, ah, auntie, there's a problem. I'm like, what? <laughs> what could be the problem? Is it like the, the money did not enter the right account or, you know, like what really what really happened? Um, say, ah, say... I don't follow the owner of the house talk. I'm like, okay. And he's like, um, he says, say, you know, go fee collect the house. I'm like, I don't understand because you never marry. Yeah, that's right. Being unmarried prevented Tolu from getting the house. Okay, so let's revisit this a bit <laughs> because you're saying something super important. You were sitting at work, right? Your phone rang and it was this guy saying, yeah, we can't give you the house because you're not married. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Tell me, what was going through your mind when he said, yeah, we can't give you this house because you're not married? Your first thoughts? My first thought was you are joking. Like maybe, maybe, maybe somebody else had um, paid a larger amount for the house because it, it, it didn't make any sense to me. I couldn't really understand it, um, but he wasn't joking. Yeah. So when you probed for the and you said what, like I'm sure you asked, like just tell me how that conversation played. I was like, okay, what do you mean and what did he say? That was all he could say because he he was more like I'm just delivering a message to you. It's not me. It's the owner of house, you know. And right, the owner of the house basically said, I don't want someone, a woman that's yeah, I don't want a woman who's not married to stay. You know, even when I asked, like, he couldn't give any any reason behind the weird conclusion that well, I know why. This is one of my most explored topics as a journalist. In the past few years, I've talked to more than 50 unmarried women across Nigeria who say they struggle to rent apartments because agents and homeowners think they can't afford to, even when there's proof that they clearly can. There's also this misogynistic belief that women should be attached to men always, that they should be living with their fathers or husbands, and if they're not doing that, then they are undeserving of renting apartments. I felt really upset. I felt upset for many reasons. Um, one, I've gone through the stress of looking for a house. Like, I was already in the mental space of, I have a place now, mm-hmm. let me settle down. You know, and this one is coming up with some kind of stupid, I'm, I'm sorry, but it was really stupid. I don't know what, what mm-hmm. the landlord has experienced in the past. I'm not making light of his 
experiences, but come on, for goodness sake, you know. What if I was getting married soon? Not like it's any important because as far as I'm concerned, I think it's ridiculous that you would you would judge any human, man or woman, as unfit to live in a house because he or she is not married. It doesn't make any sense. After the incident, she got a really good apartment and moved in without any hassle. Tolu says she has put the awful experience behind her, but sometimes she looks back and remembers how prejudiced society is toward women and how that prejudice can take different forms, like with her house hunting. So I, I still think it's ridiculous. Um, I don't think it's an objective way to sieve out if, 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 for, if, if I want to assume maybe they're trying to avoid having irresponsible people in their, in their homes or in their houses as landlords. I don't think it's an objective way to sieve out irresponsible people. And I have learned over the years that it's not only females that have these issues, but it's more common amongst females. I think it's a, it's a, it's a case of you know, profiling which has no basis, right? Because not everybody wants to get married. And it's okay for, not everybody, for everybody not to get married. So we need to start accepting these things, accepting people's choices and respecting their choices. I, I, don't, I don't think it makes any logical or ethical sense to deny somebody a home because she's not married. It doesn't make any sense, honestly. After the break, through one woman's story, we learned some of the hacks on married women used to rent apartments. Hi, my name is Wuraola Abulaton. I am a comms professional and I live in Lagos. In 2018, a year after Tolu's experience and many, many hours away from Tolu City, Kaduna, Wura was prevented from renting an apartment as well. But before we dive into Wura's story, let's get some context. The first two apartments I got, I didn't have a lot of bottlenecks. I think the first one was because um, an elderly person, so my dad's friend then, that I was first living with when I left my parents initially. You know, she was one that took me around to an agent. And, you know, she stood as guarantor and it was pretty smooth for me to get an apartment. Um, the second place to an agent that I met um, through my workplace, because as I, when I was moving, my workplace were also trying to get a new office where I was working then. So he was the one that got the place for me. So we know where I had two previously successful attempts at renting apartments. When she started looking to move into her third apartment in 2018, a much bigger space, she called on a familiar face. So the agent that helped me get the second apartment helped me get the third apartment. The two places I had stayed before were just a one-bedroom apartment. The first one was actually just a one-bedroom. I had to share a toilet. The second one was a self-contained. I had my own toilet and kitchen. But the next apartment, I was trying to get a mini flat so I could have, you know, a sitting room. I was beginning to, you know, I was working. I was beginning to buy more house stuff. I had a fridge, you know, a bigger bed. So I was looking for a bigger space. So 
Basically, Rora wanted to upgrade to a mini flat with a sitting room, bedroom, ensuite toilet, and a kitchen. After almost six exhausting months of searching for a befitting apartment that matched her taste and budget, she found the perfect place. It was very, really, really homely. The kitchen was big. It had cabinets. If you find a kitchen with cabinets in Lagos, many flats. <laughs> Thank God, because <laughs> my grandpa I had to do everything. Like every, it was bare. So that you know, cabinets, the toilet, the kitchen, and them, the bathroom. The kitchen was you know sizable. It wasn't that big, but it was okay. The bathroom. So and, you know, I was really impressed that it had a separate bathroom, separate toilets. Rora immediately made plans to kick the house off the market. Her agents connected her with the lawyer to the owner of the apartment. Then the agent called the lawyer, and the lawyer spoke with me. You know, he asked for my name, he asked where I work, you know, what I do, and I was like, okay, that if he needs more information, he will send, you know, what he said was he will send further instructions to the agent. A few days after that conversation with the lawyer, she started making fitting plans, you know, getting window and floor measurements for curtains and rugs. Till her agent started asking sketchy questions. So the agent asked about my boyfriend, uh, are we engaged? And I was like, oh, no, we are not engaged. We are just dating. So he said, okay, okay, okay. I was like, oh, there's no problem. He said, no, that they were just asking. And I said, okay, I mean, you can tell them I'm a single woman, but, you know, I have a partner. However, my partner is not staying with me. You know, this is my apartment. So the agent was like, yeah, yeah, cool. Rora noticed that things began to slow down after that chat with her agent. He got evasive and there was no feedback from the lawyer. Then I was now asking the agent that what was really going on. He now said, Oh, the reason for the delay is that um, when he told the land, the lawyer initially that he was bringing someone, the lawyer asked if the person was um, married or single, and he told the person that she has a man. And I'm like, Okay, what does that mean? But like, you know, he has now told them that I am a single woman, and I'm like, Okay, what does that mean? I said, They wanted to confirm who will pay the rent. The owner of the house and his lawyer didn't think she could pay the rent, even though she was gainfully employed. To them, a woman who didn't have a man in her life cannot afford to pay for things on her own. And I said, so why are you now asking? Didn't you tell them I would pay the rent? And I said, yeah, that, you know, but they're like, can I pay? I'm like, ah. but after the people where I work, are you praying that I will lose my job? So it wasn't even clear. It was really being shady about it. So I'm like, what really is the problem? Ugh. That's a lot to take in. After the break, Rora takes a crash course from the agents on how to beat the ridiculous rent system. Welcome back. Remember that Rora's agents helped to get her second apartment. It wasn't his first rodeo with her, so he knew that she could afford this one as well. But this landlord and his lawyer believed otherwise. Landlord said, you know, he doesn't want women that be bringing different men. I'm like, but I have a boyfriend. Are you, uh, is he accusing me of, you know, what he has not even seen? And I said, so if it were a man, would he be bothered about whoever the man is bringing home? The guy now said, oh, of course. And I said, so how is this even a conversation we're having? Like, are they going to give me the apartment or not? If you're wondering what the hell is happening, there's this notion that single women are sex workers or just generally promiscuous. Almost like society cannot handle the idea of a woman existing without a man. And I'm not just saying this. Remember I mentioned interviewing a ton of women about this issue? Yeah, I've done extensive research on it. Now, back to Wura. He now said, okay, let's do it this way. 
that how about since I already have a boyfriend, how about you know my boyfriend gets the house for me? I'm like, he can't afford it. Right? So why would you get the house for me? And I said, plus it's my house. I want to pay my rent. And I said, no, 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 no. It's not about him affording it to that. It's just that his name would be that they will go and tell the landlord that we are engaged to be married but because he's working somewhere we are not married now so he wants to get an apartment for his woman so his name will be on the receipt board i understand the agent's suggestion in fact it is a hack for many women some pretend to be married by wearing fake wedding rings or get someone to pose as their husbands to pay for the apartment on their behalf yeah where i wasn't having any of that why would i ever do that why would i take my own money and not be able to have my receipt like well, and then what what does it now mean if I now even bring another man into the house, so are you, is, is the landlord or is the security, are they going to start watching, are they going to call my boyfriend like, oh, the woman that you collected the house for, she's bringing, I said, how exactly is this something that makes sense? Like, there's no way in hell I'm going to agree to that. You know, I was so pissed. The entire experience hurt Wura. She didn't use the hack because she wanted to be acknowledged as a human being that could afford to get an apartment without reference to a man. So I left the house. In short, I was so pissed that when I, I left, I called Uber. I was crying in the Uber. Because I was just so frustrated, you know, this was this perfect house. I had, and you know, it's also because I had been house hunting for almost six months. I want to be respected for myself as a woman that is working, you know, for her money. I would hate for people to be thinking, oh, the lifestyle I'm living, that I'm working very hard to, you know, attain is being sponsored by a man. In case you're wondering, it's against the law for homeowners to deny women rent based on their gender. Just to be sure, I asked a lawyer about it, and she said women who have experienced this have a right to sue for discrimination. But not many people seek redress in court. They don't know that it is illegal, or they're just worried about the really lengthy judicial process in Nigeria. Just like with Tolu, Wura eventually got a place of her own, but she had to compromise-ish. She made sure her boyfriend followed her throughout her trips to check houses. I mean, there's nothing agents and homeowners love more than the idea of a man being in charge of a woman. But during those trips, Wura made sure to tell them who was in charge and paying for the apartment. Excuse me, please. I'm the tenant. So I now have to give food details like, oh, I am the tenant. I'm paying for this apartment. This is my boyfriend. He doesn't even stay in Lagos. However, Wura understands that in some cases, you just have to walk around getting an apartment, like pretending to be married or getting a man to pay for you in his name. But she says it doesn't solve the major problem of prejudice against women. Walking around it does not help in any way. It doesn't get you more respect. It might get you the house, but it doesn't get you the full treatment of a human being that you deserve. She's also a big fan of calling out misogynist agents and homeowners on their BS. You know, if someone tells you, oh, you know, the reason why you're not getting the apartment is because you're a single woman, um, single women are prostitutes, they bring men home, they should stay in their father's house, no respectable single woman. Let them know that it's bullshit, it is harmful, and honestly, they don't deserve to be landlords because the idea of being a house owner is that you have to be open-minded. You, you rent your apartment to different types of people. After the break, we kind of talked to an agent about all of this.
I spoke to Paul, an agent in Lagos, about all of this. I wanted to know why homeowners and some agents don't bother renting out apartments to unmarried women. Paul didn't want to speak on the podcast, but he sent me this really long message on WhatsApp explaining the discrimination against single women. I'm going to call Fouad, one of our editors, to talk me through Paul's message. Hey Fouad, what's up? I'm good. Good. <laughs> okay. Well, when you're ready, can I read the message from Paul? I guess in a way, Fouad will be the voice actor. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try to do this in my best Paul voice. Um, okay. It goes like this. One. If you ask me the number one reason landlords don't like to give houses to ladies, I will tell you that it's because landlords always believe that they will be bringing several men to the house since they are not married or engaged. Okay, so what other reasons did Paul give? Two, a responsible lady should be in her parents' house till she gets married. Three, most of the ladies usually give attitude to the landlords from their experiences. Four, it is always difficult to retrieve house rent from ladies. Five, some of the ladies don't maintain the apartment well. Finally, it is very hard to evict them, especially those that claim to know lawyers. Okay, these are really interesting answers. And they are also really prejudiced against women. Full disclosure, I just want to say that I know Paul personally. Um, he helped me find a house in the past. He has helped my friends, male and female, find houses. He doesn't necessarily subscribe to these reasons. He just wanted to like just give us a sense of how landlords think about rent and women. By the way, I asked Paul if these rules apply to single men. Fuad, can you read what Paul said when I asked him if these stereotypes apply to unmarried men? Well, you know it is different with men. The landlords believe that men have more self-control than women and men can pay for the apartments. Yeah, sounds like double standards to me. Well, okay, thanks for reading, Fuad. Always happy to help. Paul gave us some interesting answers outside a lot of what we've talked about already. All of it still points to the fact that we live in a world where women can't rent apartments because many people find it hard to grasp the concept of a free woman, free from the grip of a husband or a father, and who can actually afford a place of her own. I know that denying single women rent does not happen every day, but it happens enough for it to be considered a problem. Women already have enough to contend with in this world. Why add this to the list? We deserve to rent and own property without prejudice. Thank you for listening to this episode of I Like Girls. If you want to get in touch, visit ilikegirls.co. Also, if you like this episode, please rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening on. This episode is produced by me, Aisha Salahuddin. Audio engineering is by Mo Isu. Samia Salamutu is our editor. Rahina Salhassan is our associate producer. Miramamoyele is our graphic designer. And our theme music is by Bangs with a double G. The other music you heard throughout this episode is by Blue Dot Sessions. Special thanks to our partners, Radio Now 95.3 FM, Newswire Nigeria, and Femme Africa. I'll catch you all on the next episode.